On this episode of AV Week, we are live from, sort of, Barcelona, uh, Spain at ISC Integrated Systems Europe 2022. We sit down with a cast of characters talking about the industry, whether or not trade shows are back, and the beauty of Barcelona. All that and more, next on AV Week. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is AV Week, episode 560, recorded Friday, the 13th of May, 2022, live from ISD 2022. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Sennheiser. This is AV Week, your weekly wrap-up of audiovisual news and information. My name is Tim Albright. I am your host, and it's very hard for me to talk because this is day four of ISE 2022. We are coming to you from the Fira Gran Fia. Uh, is that right, Mike? Gran Via. Gran Via. See, I'm still learning this place uh, in Barcelona uh, for ISE Integrated Systems Europe 2022. With me, uh, and I, I'm just making a habit of this because I like these two guys. Uh, is first and foremost. Um, the uh, guy that the reason that we're all here is Mr. Mike Blackman from ISC. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Glad uh, to be here with you again, as absolutely. usual. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Mr. David Labuskas, uh, CEO of Avixa. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, we have these two gentlemen uh, from time to time uh, on these shows, uh, Avixa and Cedia, co-owners of Integrated Systems uh, Europe. Uh, but Mike, we'll start with you on this. Uh, about three years ago, you, you were in Barcelona and said, hey, we're going to move from Amsterdam uh, to Barcelona. There was a fair amount of, of consternation and wringing of hands and questioning the decision. Uh, then COVID happened. <laughs> and, and, and as smart as sometimes you look, you didn't look so smart for a minute. Um, what, what, uh, what, what do you feel now? I always look smart. You are. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm feeling smart. Good. I'm feeling happy. I'm Good. Smi He's smiling. That's important. That is important. Um, this was actually... Four years ago, we made the decision, mm -hmm. and three years ago, on Monday last week, this week, was the day when we brought our top 250 exhibitors here to Barcelona Very to cool. show them this venue. Very cool. And and so now we're back uh, in person. We really are back. Yeah. Uh, when you walk through the floor, everyone's happy. Um, we've had. We actually have a luxury problem. We have a lot of exhibitors now coming back saying we need more space for uh, next year. Because they were looking at it very conservative and saying, okay, we're not sure how this is going to be. Yeah. Um, but they're all saying we've had um, high numbers, but great quality. Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, they're coming back and saying, can we get more space? Some of them we can satisfy, some we can't because they want that more space in the same, same position. Mm. And when we have contracts with the other people around them, it's almost impossible to do. So real, real quick question about that, because again, I'm still learning, learning <coughs> the theory here. It, do you have more space? Yes, we do. Okay. Yes, we do. Uh, that was the other question that came, what happens when we outgrow Barcelona? Well, they're going to build another hall across the street anyway, 40,000 square meters. Yeah. And if it's then, to, to, then if, if it's still too small, well, I think that'll be a great problem to have. <laughs> Maybe you can build your own then at that point. Uh, Mr. Labuskas, from a VIXA standpoint, one of the things that you guys utilize Integrated Systems Europe for obviously uh, connecting with, with members and manufacturers as well as, as uh, uh, dealers and, and more and more end users. What was it some, one of the things that you guys were able to kind of pull out of this week when it comes to your membership? Well, we, 
I, I honestly, I've never seen as excited a crowd as we had at the Avixa booth this year. Um, you we were sort of bantering about he's smiling, I'm smiling, that's important. Yeah. Really, what's important is the exhibitors smiling and the attendees smiling. And, yeah. and there's nobody that walked through this trade fair this year, this week and wasn't smiling. Yeah. Um, I've actually rarely seen people this happy on the last day of a trade show. Usually we're all uh, the walking dead and zombies by this point. Yep. We spent a lot of time um, focusing our messaging on the exchange platform that we've recently released yep. uh, and activated that significantly. We also delivered a lot of um, really profound content in regards to the um, AV uh, experience zone, um, the various different council programs on diversity. Yep. Uh, it, it's really not about Avixa connecting with others, it's about Avixa facilitating connections among the industry participants. We all came through the door hungry for that, starving for that, um, and uh, so maybe it was easier to deliver that, but I also think it's a reflection of the work that the team's done in really driving content that would uh, enhance the uh, presentations from the exhibitors. Okay. It's, it's been a blast. Uh -huh. uh, Mike, one of the common refrains or one of the common feedback that I, I kept getting this week in talking to manufacturers and talking to the exhibitors was, it's just good to be back. Yeah. It's good to be back. It's good to be back in front of people. Uh, it's good to be back in front of, of customers uh, and feedback. What's what were some of the things that you guys were able to accomplish in even making that that even more so? Right, you, you've got a couple of, of not a couple. You have a number of, of uh, spaces in the fear here that facilitate that, that encourage that. But what were some of the other ways that you guys were able to kind of heighten that? It's good to be back sense. Well. I mean, there are a few things we did. One, one was to actually, as you said, create spaces. Uh, I think I've used this analogy with you before, that I see a, a show like being a magazine. Mm. Uh, you have the advertising, you have the editorial. The exhibitors are the advertising. And we as the publishers are responsible for the editorial. Um, we have to create content, and that means features, and that means um, uh, conferences, whatever else we put in here that's neutral for our exhibitors and attendees to, or rather attendees, to learn more about what they can do. One of the things we really pushed this year was trying to get the end users, the corporate end users in here. Yeah. And we've had a lot of them across the floor, a lot local, um, but we've seen a rise from Southern Europe, uh, so France, Italy, etc. people coming in from there who are final customers. So we try to put more in place to actually accommodate them, to give them more experiences at the show that they can then go back to exhibitors to find out how do I create those. Dave, have you seen um, a, a difference in the makeup of the membership coming to this show? As Mike said, it's a different region. Uh, certainly Barcelona and Amsterdam are, are separated by, by, by a little bit. Uh, you've got a different region of Europe here. Are you seeing a different influx? from your membership saying, you know what, it's it's either closer to me or it's more convenient to me, or I like Barcelona more than I do Amsterdam. You know, there's a there's a limited number of attendees here that are actually Avixa members, mm. uh, which is something that um, obviously we would like to, to change. Yeah. Um, the 
those who are members in this region tend to be sort of the, the evangelical participants of the AV industry, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, they were going to come wherever this event was. Okay. Um, it's our, you know, primary supporters in the UK, in the Scandinavian countries, Germany, France, the Netherlands, Italy. They, they came to Amsterdam and they came here. Um, so then you move beyond that group and you're into um, similar demographics that Mike just talked about. We're, we're seeing the same thing and, and had anticipated that when we made this move, that we would have more Southern Europe attendance, less yeah. Netherlands attendance, et cetera. Okay. Um, Mike, as we wrap up here, we, we were already set up for, uh, for next year. Uh, the 31st through the 3rd, uh, 31st of January through the 3rd of February. Correct. Uh, not quite a year from now, uh, thanks to the pandemic. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> um, but e even with a, a, a slight turnaround, right, um, or a slight, slightly quick turnaround, what's one or two things that you can talk about now that you have planned for, for next year? You know, one of the, well, let's go back to this year and what we did. Um, you know, a few years ago, there were some discussions in the city here where they had some protests um, due to tourism, and we were aware of that and said, okay, we need to get this city to be friendly towards us. You know, we don't want the citizens, we don't want consumers at ISE, but we want Barcelona as a city to feel mm -hmm. good about ISE yep. being here. So we decided to give something back. And the first thing we planned was the mapping on the Fira Montjuic. Uh, and then by chance, as a result of getting Rafik Anadol as a keynote speaker, Casabaccio approached us and said, why don't we do a, a mapping on the Casabaccio? The result was on Saturday night, in, in the Pasilla de Gracia was closed, and 47,000 people came to look at that. That is phenomenal. Um, I don't know how many we've had in front of the Plaza España yet, but again, these are two things we've given to the city, to say to the citizens of Barcelona, we're here, um, we want you to experience some of what our industry can do. Yeah. Uh, so this is what we're giving to you as a gift. And we want to do more of that uh, next year as well. And we've got some exciting projects planned. Until we have them confirmed, I can't tell you. But when they do get confirmed, they'll be big. Yeah. Uh, we've been dis discussing some other really cool ideas uh, with the city of what else we can do. Um, we're talking about other collaborations with other parts of uh, the, the city organizations and government. Mm -hmm of what we can offer to the city. So we're working on that, and when Dave gives me the budget and says, yeah, you can spend that money, then we'll be okay. Uh, so it all comes <laughs> down to Dave. <laughs> He's when it doesn't guy. come down to Tim. When yeah. it all that, oh, geez, you were all in trouble. Um, Mr. Lebuskis, we'll, we'll see you at your party. In it's about, in a couple in, of weeks. In, in about three weeks. I was going to say, February, man. He's, yeah. he's done. Oh, yeah. Relax. Um, uh, he won't. <laughs> He'd be relaxing. <laughs> I'm certain he has a meeting on Saturday morning, probably about uh, 8 a.m. Um, but we will see you uh, at your party uh, the 8th through the 10th of June at yeah. Infocom yeah. in Las Vegas. Um, what's one or two things that we can kind of look forward to in, in that, that space? Well, I think you're going to see a continued momentum for the industry and uh, continued uh, satiation of this hunger and uh, to be together and learn from each other. Um, Avixa is using that gathering of the industry to 
um, present the Avixa Exchange live and in person. Everything that we are doing is to help people understand the experience of getting to be a part of a community that lives beyond the three days or four days of a trade show and uh, provides a place where peers can teach peers, where providers can meet uh, solution uh, or, or where uh, buyers can meet providers, where teachers can meet students. Um, everything we're talking about is there because I think that that is that's the the next step for us as an industry. We we always depended on live events and then they were ripped out from us and we tried to live on virtual events. We all have recognized that virtual doesn't solve the problem, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't throw away the pieces of that that engage our audience, engage each other on an ongoing basis. That is rich, that is meaningful, and the exchange platform, live and in-person at Infocom, is gonna be an extraordinary experience. Um, Mike, I actually have one more question to, to wrap this up. It's a question that I asked Mr. Lebuskis at the end of last year's Infocom. Um, was this a success? Yes. Okay. Why? Because our exhibitors are happy. Uh, they want to come back and they want to come back bigger. What I'm hearing from the attendees, they've been excited. That they, we had a lot of first-time attendees, uh, which is really encouraging. Yeah. Uh, and they've gone away happy. They've gone away seeing things that they should see. All right, very good, gentlemen. Uh, Mike, how do people find out more about ISE or, or register, or maybe probably not yet, but, but find out about next year already? So go to our website, www.iseurope.org. Remember the dates, 31st of January to the 3rd of February, here in Barcelona at Fira Gran Via. All right, Mr. Blaskis, how do people find out more about Avixa? They can go to our website, uh, which is avixa, A-V-I-X-A dot org. All right, very good. All right, and now we are joined by Bren Walker uh, from Kirkgaard. How are you? I'm great, Tim. It's wonderful to be in Barcelona. It is indeed. And good to see you in person for the first time. I know. We get to meet in, uh, in real life. Yeah. So. We, we met during COVID. We did. How many other people formed beautiful relationships during COVID? No, I'm, I'm certain there's a lot. <laughs> I'm certain there's a lot. Um, <laughs> Actually, got to meet. I'll, I'll tell you in a second. Another another uh, person that I met through COVID, uh, but somebody I knew before was Mr. Ken Eagle. Uh, now with Hall Technologies, how are you, sir? Fantastic. Really mm -hmm. enjoying the show here in Barcelona. Good. Enjoying the venue this year. Wonderful change. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I got the the person I also met was Laurent Massier uh, from uh, from Netgear. Uh, brilliant IT guy out of out of Paris. So, uh, but I had met him through the pandemic as well. Uh, Bryn, we'll start with you. Um, we just talked with, with Dave Buskis and, and Mike Blackman from the, uh, the, the folks that run the show. They're very happy. You know, we'll get a vendor's perspective here in a second. Uh, but from your perspective, as somebody who works in the industry, what, what is your take on this show? Uh, it was everything I wanted it to be, frankly. Okay. Uh, it was fantastic. Uh, as I mentioned, when we were talk, chatting out in the hall, Saturday night I stumbled on the projection uh, by accident, okay. which was just a beautiful way to start the conference with digital art. Um, I love the way that art has played into this conference um, because I work in performing arts primarily. So yeah. I'm always thinking about what's that next way that we use technology. And in North America, when, when it comes to performing arts, we can be behind slightly in terms of what others are doing in Europe. So it was really inspiring to see that. 
and uh, there were a couple of product wows that I had, and there were a few things that I'm immediately applying to my projects in design. So for me, it's a, a it's a great success. I, I want to come back and, to some of those product wows. Go ahead. Yeah, and the and Cat Salon food is amazing. <laughs> it is <indeed>. so. <laughs> yes, uh, Ken, um, as somebody who you know you guys have a stand on the show floor, was was this a success for you guys? Yeah, you know, so it would been a huge, tremendous success. You know, coming into this, you've got uh, a couple of thoughts. Number one, we haven't gotten together in a few years, so you think this is great, it could be draw a lot of people. We've changed cities and venues, that's exciting, but there's still that X factor. COVID's still out there, some people still aren't traveling, and so you gotta wonder, is attendance gonna be light or is it gonna be strong? And right out of the gate at day one, it was like, bam, we were just hit, and we, it didn't let up at all. It's been great, so from a vendor standpoint, the interactions have been tremendous. Um, appointments were made. People showed up for those appointments, and the walk through traffic has been great. So, in my opinion, a huge success. All right, really quickly, you say it. it, 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 it the press continued traditionally on mm -hmm. day four or the last day of yeah. the show. It it kind of falters out. Certainly. Did it still falter out, or was it still? Or yeah. Was it going to be heavier than what you thought it would be? No, today's what I thought it would be. I mean, okay. there's some traffic. There's some. What we what we really see today are people who came by in day one, two, or three somewhere, uh, then went and finished their shopping around and noted what they liked, and then they came back. So today we had a lot of repeat visits of people who came back and said, I was here before, we saw something. Uh, before we go, we want to come back and check it out one more time. Great, so we had a lot of that. The other thing that we have a lot of that's fantastic for a vendor is a chance for us to get out of the stand for a little bit and go see some of our colleagues and some of the uh, other products that are out there too and kind of ooh and all over what everybody's doing. Yeah, there are six other halls for you guys, it's a wonder. So. I know, I believe <laughs> I got my walking shoes on this year. Uh, Brent, you said product wows, so what product wowed? The, the Samsung, the wall. <sighs> Explain, explain that, because I, I will and I'll go off for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, just the advancement in terms of the pixel density, the, I mean, it's amazing. And, and you can only experience that by seeing it in person, yep. which mm -hmm. to me is where, you know, how we can best respond to the last two years is figuring out what works best at gatherings like this because you have to see it in person and then what can we continue to do outside of being here for four days where we don't have to be in person mm -hmm. and that's one of those things you absolutely have to see yeah. and it's just um, mind-blowing really what are some, one of two things that you can take off of this show floor and immediately put into projects uh, well there is a, I had a conversation with L Acoustics, have, have continued conversations with them about room enhancement. Mm -hmm. And they have a new product coming that is going to change, the, I think, the way people think about that. Okay. And it, certainly in North America where there's perceived to be you know, a single player or two, I think that's going to open up the conversation and that we won't be so locked into having 5,000 microphones and 5,000 speakers in order to achieve variable variability in the acoustics of a room okay so that's one that I we're we practically had a design conversation today Wow to start working on a particular project and yeah. see from from a standpoint of both Mike Blackman and you know a vendor that right there is why they do this right that, exactly that, you know, this is exactly why um, Ken when you when you guys are, are setting this up what does um, what does kind of the, the, the next 
the next round of this, right? We we already talked to, to Mr. Blackman, January thirty first through through the third of, through the third of February, you know, not quite twelve months, about eight ish. I'm not good on math, so I'll, yeah. you know. But when you guys start planning, which you probably already have to, mm -hmm. what does that look like for you guys? Yeah, well, you know, the, the thing where we are Hall Technologies, uh, we, we've rebranded, changed the company a little bit. And throughout the 35 plus year history of Hall, we've kind of been more of a North American manufacturer. Yeah. This show really for the first time allows us to get out and reach a global audience that we don't otherwise get to talk to. We get the market to them. When we talk about them, they, they, we post online, we've even had uh, webinars and such. But this allows us to meet those people in person. We made a lot of connections at the show, set up a lot of distribution partners in areas where we haven't been before. So on the next step now, we have distribution partners in regions that we haven't touched before. Now the next show, we have meetings and contacts with those companies and their local contacts coming in to see our products and show it. That's what this is all about for us. It's expanding our reach and getting to meet people that we would otherwise never have an audience in front of. So we're really looking forward to that next step. And of course, new products too. For us, this is a great place to launch new, new products. Yeah. We've launched a bunch of new ones here at the show. And for next year, we've got a whole new suite of additional products to come. And we're really looking forward to that platform, that vehicle to get those ideas out there. Yeah, the, when I first came to ISC, that was that distribution um, almost like dating app-ish mm -hmm. is the one thing that I was struck by when I, I first met Mike Blackman and, and he was like, you know, this is a way for um, manufacturers who are in one country to get themselves out there and to connect and oh, hey, it, it, and a little bit like dating where I'm a distributor in one country and this is my expertise, right? This mm -hmm. is this is who I, who I connect with. These are my clients and, and it may work for tall technology, that may not, but let's find out, right? Yep. Yep. I think that's really, really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Bren, and I'll ask you the same question, Ken, as we wrap up this segment here. What's one or two things that you're taking away from this week? Oh, gosh. The one thing I think I'm taking away is to is to find ways to be more collaborative in design with people that I'm not necessarily directly in business with. Okay. And one of the things I appreciate about the conference and why I want to come back is to talk to more people about what's happening where they are. Regionally, we tend to design, I think, around certain principles, and those principles get reinforced regionally as the same players get retained to build and design certain things. And I find it useful to hear different perspectives because while I have to be in the place to see the wall, yep. design itself does not have any geographical limitation. So if I meet someone from Denmark who is doing something with an established piece of technology that we all know, but they're using it in a different way, that extends for me what I can do when I go back home to design a project. So. I think that's the biggest thing is that de the design of what we do goes beyond the physical territory if we allow ourselves to. So. Ken, what, what are we taking away? Yeah, two, two things come to mind. Uh, number one, uh, Spain is fantastic. The people are fantastic. <laughs> they and are. the food is, is incredible. Uh, so I wish I could take some of that with me when I go back. It's fantastic. And secondly, uh, I think uh, really big for me from the show is the fact that this right here, this in-person interaction, was sorely needed and greatly missed over the past two years. Uh, you know, 
I felt like we did a really good job communicating over the, the world as a whole did a good job figuring out how to, how to communicate during COVID and, and getting our network technology to work and allow us to communicate. But you still miss something with that. There's a human element that was really great to get back to. Uh, and I really appreciate that. And that's a huge takeaway. I think that also suggests we still need to do a better job with our technology, with our conference technologies, with our um, the technology we use to interact when we're remote, to make that experience better and more real. Because the better we can make that, uh, the better we, we, we are when we talk remotely and when we can't do this face-to-face. -face. Yeah, I like that. Those yeah. are good sentiments. All right, Bren Walker, thank you so much. Incredible to meet you in person. You too. Uh, you're awesome. And I, I, I tell people this when, when I, I meet them and, and when, I, when I, we're talking about you specifically, and, and you do have some of the best stories. Uh, I have never heard in my life, uh, and I will continue to say that. A decade with do. rock stars will do it. It will indeed, but even beyond that, when you were doing your apps as well, but you, you've just got a, 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 a lifetime of, of, of cool events. So Thank you. How do people connect with you or Kierkegaard? Bren at Kierkegaard.com or Brenda J. Walker on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm not going to talk about Twitter. I don't have time for it. <laughs> But you're doing I the AV and the AM I thing. I do. I do you're turn doing... up for AV and the AM, right. and that's Bren Walker AV. And we will eventually connect you with the illustrious Mr. Neto. Yes. Yes. One of these days. One of these days. In, <laughs> so, in, in Vegas, I'm, I'm sure. Hoping. In I'm Vegas. hoping. They, they, they didn't let him come to, to Barcelona for some reason, so. but we'll, we'll get, in, get you in Vegas. Ken, uh, how do people connect with you or Hall Technologies? Yeah, so I'm Kay Eagle at HallTechAV.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn and most social medias. We put a lot of information out there. And, of course, you can always reach Hall Technologies at HallTechAV.com. All right, uh, final segment here, live from, or live and recorded from uh, Barcelona. First and foremost, my buddy, Mr. Joe Way from USC and Hetma. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing fabulous. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. And Neil Fluster from Crustron. How are you, brother? Oh, I'm loving it. Loving it. Back in person. Back mm -hmm. in person. Uh, last time I saw you was ISC. Uh, yes. Two and a half years ago. Uh, but that was in Amsterdam and, and um, you know... Things have changed since then. It's warmer. It, well, it, it, it's, okay, it is warmer, but we, we can't get used to that, right? Because we are in the middle of May. This is going back to, you know, the winter months. Mm -hmm. Still Barcelona, right? So, you know, they're, they're, I, I have a sneaking suspicion it will still be warmer than Amsterdam mm -hmm. in February. I could be wrong. We'll see. Um, but, Neil, we'll start with you on this. You're, you, you work for Crestron. You guys have a sizable stand here. What was your week like? Uh, it's been awesome. Well, firstly, obviously, seeing people again. We've all seen this part of everybody mm -hmm. for the last sort of two years, and now understanding that people actually have legs yes. um, has been amazing. But the stand's been amazing from the One Beyond acquisition. Yep. I mean, everyone wants to come and see that. It's such a visual demo. We've had the live streams from New Jersey over um, with, the, with the guys to the booth, which is awesome. Uh, and uh, VC4. We've launched VC4, virtualizing the control rooms. So that's been the stand has been big. When I came in on Monday, and we saw the stand, we were like, there's lots of open space. But when you put the people in there, it's busy. It is a really bit busy. busy. Uh, it gets rather warm with all those, with yeah, all those What's buttons. doing with the aircon in, in Hall 3? I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, I don't run that part of the, <laughs> of the building. Uh, Mr. Way, you are here all the way from USC. Uh, and if those folks are geographically challenged like I am, uh, USC is on the West Coast. So you're, you're a couple of time zones removed. Yeah. What are you doing in Barcelona? <laughs> um, I just came to have lunch with you, Tim. We, and we did that. We did it have lunch. It was fantastic. Um, no, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things that I had to, 
be here to kind of just see what our identity is as an industry. We went through, as you know, you alluded to, this huge global change, yep. right? And the technology's changed. We started living on UC platforms for the last couple of years. And I wanted to see, well, where is our technology now? What identity are we going to say we are as an AV industry? Um, because now, if I want to keep on top and I want to keep moving, I have to see what that is. Yep. And that's why I came out here. And I think a lot of the people who are members of HETMA are wondering the same thing. Okay, what is it? When, when you have a stand, what is it going to be? One thing like you guys did fantastically is showing the one beyond, is having that eSports there, mm. having the, the smart home and the connected home VC4. And we're starting to see that in a lot of different booths, yeah. right? As kind of, you know, what is it now? Who are we? And what will that mean moving forward? All right, Neil, I'm going to ask you the same question. Who are we? What, is, what does this mean now that we're, what does, what does this show say that we are? Uh, I I, obviously, audiovisual is visual. We've got to see this stuff, as, as Joe said, you know, being able to hold it and touch it and see it for our own eyes. I think the interesting part from the collaboration side is the whole return to office, you know, and are we, are we going to stay working from home? Are we going to start to go back into the office? Is that going to be full-time, half-time? Hybrid is the most overused word that I think I've heard this week and for the last six months, but that's, that's the interesting part as, uh, as I say, how are we going to structure this new world that we live in? You know, as I say, are we going to be at home? Are we going to go back to the office? Uh, from an education point of view, is distance learning going to grow or are we going to go back into classrooms? How's that, that split going to go? So yeah. that's interesting stuff. Joe, um, one thing that I, I'm curious about from, from your perspective is, is traditionally this show, um, from a percentage standpoint, 13, 14% has been from North America, right? That has traditionally been, we have no numbers, we're recording this at, at 1.30 local <laughs> time on Friday, right? By the time this releases, the ISE team will have released some numbers in the neighborhood of 50, 60,000 uh, mm -hmm. attendees. I have no idea what the breakdown is, that's just roughly what, what folks are kind of speculating. Um, but that, that percentage has certainly dropped, that percentage yeah, of, of, of North American, and especially U.S. Um, however, the percentage of end users, like the percentage of tech managers, the percentage of IT managers, I get the sense hasn't dropped in talking to, in talking to manufacturers. Mm -hmm. you know, um, when you come to the shows like this, especially the international shows, how important is that for you, uh, for, for folks that are living this, with this stuff on a, on a daily basis, on the front lines to connect with your counterparts on a global scale. Yeah, no, it is very, very important. Um, but what's interesting is there's there's kind of a tale of two shows between mm -hmm. this European market. I still don't think they are used to seeing a lot of end users mm. at a show. Okay. Um, it to me is almost the same feeling as we used to have at Infocom like five years ago. Of they don't know what to do with us. Yep. Like we know you're kind of important and you do things and you buy stuff, but we don't know how you're fitting in our channel yet. And I think I, I don't think I'm wrong in no, saying that. No. Um, but vice versa, you go to a counterpart that we're going to see in three weeks, and it'll be completely different. Yep. They know how to uh, treat us. And I talked about that. You know, I got to host a little bit of a meetup with with our higher ed people and you know all still here in the uh, in Europe or UK a lot from the UK came down and they're saying the same thing they're shocked to hear like oh you mean your manufacturers never treat you differently they don't treat you like someone who's just looking through the window in and they actually let you inside the store I start to noticing a little bit of a difference in this show maybe that's adapting but I also think 
it, it took us two days to just kind of like remember what it's like to be at a trade show, right? We kind of had to, there's like this big buzz of like, all right, this is exciting. What do we do? <laughs> and we're in a new city, right? Yeah. And, and, so, and a new city and a new location and holy crap, it's big and I don't know where to go and I don't know where Hall 3 is and where 7 is and where do I find something to drink and or eat or whatever, yes. Okay, but you figured it out though. You don't have to walk down the center. You can pop down the, yes. the, the that's this like pro move. So we come back in February. It's a top tip. We're all, yeah. we're all gonna know. Everyone's like, where are you going? I'm like, trust me, I can get from three trust to five me. in no time. Yep. I'm there. It's like it's like the hidden back uh, back uh, hallway in at the Rye between seven and eight. So, mm -hmm. yeah. all right, Neil, um, what's one or two things you're, you're taking away from this week? Uh, I, well. There's a new show, well, there's a show in three weeks' time, as we talked about. I'm excited to go there, and they're so close together. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Wait, 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 back up. You're coming to Infocom? I'm coming to Infocom. Who's letting you in the country? <laughs> Who's in charge of this? Apparently, you still got to do uh, a test. And Is Dan in charge of this? Uh, well, I'll talk to him. Really? Oh, okay. <laughs> I won't pack my suitcase then. Yeah, and so you're going to have to get used to a new venue there, too. Exactly. I've never been to Vegas, and I've never been to Infocom. <sighs> Oh. Joey, we have some <laughs> work, oh, we we got work to do. Help. So, you know, I'm excited about that, and again, it's very close together, so I'm going to be interested to see the dynamic between the two shows. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing for, for ISE for me, the, the lack of badges has been really difficult. Because yeah. um, <laughs> you get all the people come and go, hey, and I'm like, you normally do the, oh, but it's the, how do you do that? I mean, yeah. the, the, that was interesting as a... As you cop to the fact that you don't remember, because it's been mm -hmm. two years. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and and some of us have gained weight since then, and some yep. of us have lost weight, Mr. Way, uh, since sure. then. Uh, and some of us have grown hair, uh, and some of us have lost hair. So, yeah. yes. So that's an interesting one. Again, I love Barcelona as a location compared yeah. to IC. It was it was too dis it was getting too disparate at Amsterdam. You know, yeah. the halls were kind of too. And as you said, this is although it's massive. It does feel that you can do that nipping between it the, makes the, sense. the stand. Yeah, so they, mm -hmm. the layout and the uh, it makes a lot more sense, I think, than Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I think just seeing people again. Just seeing just, people again. I love. Awesome. I have heard that, and I am not tired of hearing that. No, I absolutely. really am not, because as many times as I've heard it, it just makes my heart well, you know, do well. So absolutely, Joe, what are you what are you taking away from this week? Um, oh boy, my biggest takeaway, and I'll be honest, I'm not just gonna be a homer, but um, I have to say a huge round of applause to ISC, Avixa, and Cedia for yep. just pulling this off. They did an incredible job with it. Um, this was almost an impossible job to do because you don't know what to expect. It's mm -hmm. only been, what, two or three weeks that Spain even said, okay, no masks, we're opening mm -hmm. up. You have months to plan all this stuff. We didn't know how many people would be here, but the fact people have come, the fact that you had companies like Crestron, all the big ones that said, we're gonna go big. Yeah. We're like, I mean, there's like 50 foot ceilings in here and there's mm -hmm. some people that look like they used every bit of it, <laughs> right? And uh, that to me was huge. Um, and so my biggest takeaway is good job to the industry because we need someone to step up and say we're back and I think they did that this week. All right, very good. Uh, Neil, well, last words here. What are you looking forward to uh, in the industry or just in general the next year or so? Uh, as I say, I'm hoping there's going to be a lot more innovation. Uh, team Microsoft has done an amazing job with Teams over lockdown and Zoom. I think there's going to be some growth in that, especially trying to get people back into the office. I want to see how companies are going to incentivize people to get out of their homes, 
back into that that office space. So again, I'm looking forward to seeing some cool innovations around that. Right. Yeah. Joe? Yeah, I would, I'd actually agree with that. Um, one of the things I thought was interesting, look at the show floor, and I'm going to compare it to Infocom, yeah. was kind of the idea of a lot of immersive experience stuff. Mm -hmm. oh we gosh, saw yeah. a lot there, of... There was that immersive art experience. Yeah. You went in and, and it was a giant piece of art with, with soft music and, and what was it, 20 foot, 30 foot, foot ceilings and walls. Yep. Yeah, just kind and, of, yeah. And see, and that's the thing is, is we've had a lot of, you know, since we haven't been able to meet in purpose, person, we've had a lot of like AV and the AV conversations. How will you know? How will you know AV be able to work into getting people back to the office or whatever? I think we saw that yeah. right now. Are you going to go way over the top with what a one point three million dollar <laughs> NFT that just got sold? Uh, you know, shining up on a, a Gaudi uh, museum. Probably not, yeah. um, but the fact is there will be a sense of we have to create an experience for people um, and. Whether what I was actually shocked, what I didn't see a lot of is well, how will that translate to uh, work from home? I was mm. expecting to see a lot of like work from home studio setups yeah, yeah, and things yeah. like that. Yeah. I don't know where those were. I thought I would see a bunch of them, um, but uh, you know, who knows? Maybe we have a tale of two shows coming up. I don't yeah, know. absolutely. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much. Of course, uh, great to see you guys. Neil, how do people connect with you or Crestron? Uh, so. Uh, Neil.fluistercrestron.com, hook me up on YouTube, Crest TV, and uh, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, all the usual suspects. All right, very good. Yeah. Mr. Way? Yeah, don't follow me on the Twitters. Please go to <laughs> AV Nation uh, for a whole host of shows oh, and things like that. No, you can, uh, you can find me at Josiah Way on all the socials. And of course, Hetma, if you work in the higher ed uh, vertical, uh, you can find that at Hetma underscore org and higher ed AV at higher ed AV. And of course, go to fuse.avnation.tv and make sure if you are an end user, you sign up for that. Yes, and your, and your podcast as well. Yes, and higher ed AV at higheredav.com. All right, very good. Uh, for me, he's right. Don't follow me on the Twitters, uh, but go by the website, avnation.tv. <laughs> it's avnation.tv. You will find programs like this and a host of others. Uh, we've had an incredible team here from Popular Pictures helping us in, in Amsterdam, good Lord, in <laughs> Barcelona, um, uh, helping us put together all the uh, the videos and our team back in the States. So check out all the videos from the show for ISE. Um, and we've got one with Crestron, we've got one with a whole bunch of folks, so we've been doing that all week. Uh, so check that out on the website, avnation.tv, as Joe alluded to. Fuse.avnation.tv is for all of the folks who are on the front line. Uh, we do have a Fuse party on Tuesday, uh, the 7th of June at the Ice Bar in Las Vegas, so you can find out that, that information as well. And yes, kids, as soon as this posts, it'll be a countdown for three weeks to Vegas for Infocom 2022. So check all that out at avnation.tv. It's avnation.tv. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. That's all the time we have for AV Week.